Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I got the opening right this time. Yes, you did. We recorded last night. I totally fucked it up. It was really bad. That wasn't last night. That was like three or four days ago. All of your days have just blended Uh, into one. You're absolutely right. (laughs) Yeah. I fucked it up really, really bad. And then we, we got a message from, I can't remember where that person is from. And they were saying how they listen to our podcast on their commute every day to work because they got a, a lengthy commute. And they're like, I even started doing the intro with Mark. I'm like, oh man, you're going to mess that one up because <laughs> I fucked that up last time. It's all good. You're allowed to, you're human. You're allowed to make mistakes once in a while. Although I very often joke about Mark being a robot. He does in fact have human organs. He a has a heartbeat. I, I promise he's a real, he's a real boy. <laughs> I am very droid-like. I don't necessarily need to eat during the day. He never sleeps. I don't need to sleep. I mean, one day I'll probably just like crash out hard, but I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen. I'll give you an example. We taught at a conference in Saskatoon. And for anyone that doesn't know where Saskatoon is, go look it up. It's far from Toronto. <laughs> it is It is a 30-hour drive. Well, look at Dylan's face yeah, right yeah. now. She's like, oh, and so, we did that. We so, did that. I, yeah. So it's a 30-hour drive. And um, we we broke it up in, into two days where we drove 15, on the way there. We drove 15 hours on the way there. So we went from Toronto to Thunder Bay and we slept in Thunder Bay that night. And then we woke up the next day and we just drove another 15 hours. And these are actual 15 hours because we actually, we, we, you cross two time zones when you're doing this. Yeah. <clears throat> so we, we gained two hours on the way there, yeah, but so we, we lost arrived, hours on the way back. We arrived in Saskatoon at like 8.30 p.m. So it didn't seem so bad. But it, it's still an actual 15 hours of driving. Yes. Cool. So when did we leave? Thursday, Friday? <laughs> the conference was on a was Monday, Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday. So we left, so we left Saturday. Wednesday morning to go home. Right. No, no, no. On the way there. So we left Saturday. So we drove all Saturday. We drove all Sunday. We get in Saskatoon Sunday night. We sleep. We wake up. We teach a full day. We go to bed. We wake up. We teach another full day. We go to bed and we're like, okay, now we're going to drive home now because the, we were only there for two days. <laughs> so the plan was to drive 15 hours to Thunder Bay again and then 15 hours home. Okay, <laughs> shit. So we drive the 15 hours to Thunder Bay. And again, we have now traveled over two time zones. So we lost two hours in the in this mix. Mm-hmm. So now not only did we were in the car for 15 hours, but it felt like we were in the car for like 17 to 20 hours. Right? Yeah, because we got to Thunder Bay and Thunder Bay time was 1.30 a.m. And we didn't bother kind of booking hotels or anything like that because it's Thunder Bay and there's a, there's a decent number of hotels in Thunder Bay. We're like, we can probably sleep anywhere. No problem. So we get to Thunder Bay and it's 1.30 in the morning. And we pull up to the hotel that we stayed at last time because it was decent. And they're like, no, we're booked up. And we're like, booked up? This is strange. And so we go to another hotel. They're like, no, we're booked up. And they say, my man is like, well, what's going on here? They're like, well, there was floods north of here. So everyone had to evacuate. So now Thunder Bay oh. hotels are full of people from north of Thunder Bay. They had over 2,000 evacuees in the city. So there were zero hotel rooms. And it was one thirty in the morning. In the morning in Thunder Bay, so now there's really nothing to do but keep driving home. But as you're driving home, it's like all these little motels along the Trans Canada Highway, Northern Ontario. It's not like a hotel that's open twenty four hours. Like these places mm-hmm. close down. Plus, I don't want to be murdered. So well, he wouldn't be yeah, murdered. No. But anyway, no, way. you would definitely be murdered. I don't know. You might. You might. You might meet the Shit's Creek crew. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know what happens there. You might find Alexis and. Um, and whoever else. David. David. So we're like, we don't really have much choice here because then the next closest anything that would have an actual hotel is like Sault Ste. Marie, which is like seven hours away from Thunder Bay. So 
in a kind of angry, <laughs> angry kind of moment, I'm like, fuck it. Let's just drive home. Because after you've been in the car for 15 hours feeling like 17, you're just like, who cares? Let's just keep going. I did. I did not think who cares. I had an actual like mini mental breakdown in the passenger seat. I wasn't even driving. And I think I just started crying. He's like, well, what do you want me to do? I'm like, I know there's no other options. No, part of part of, <laughs> part of that breakdown was, though, I was like, do you need to do anything? Do you need to stop? Do oh, yeah. He was like, do you need, need to go to the bathroom? I was like, no, just go. Just go. <laughs> we are we are on this Trans Canada Highway in way northern Ontario. There is going to be zero places to stop if you need to stop. Like if you need to piss, I was warned. you're sitting outside on, on the side of the road with the fucking moose and bear taking yeah, a piss. Right? I was warned. So I'm like, and then she's like, no, just drive. And I'm like, are you serious? So then I start driving. She's like, no, wait a minute, maybe we should stop. And I'm like, well, come on, now you got me going back and forth on this one fucking street trying to find the fucking highway again. Anyway, way, so now I'm just like, fuck it, we're just driving home. And so I just drove for 15 more hours. I just drove 30 hours straight to, to bring us See, back. that is a robot. See? Robot. That is a robot. Beep, yeah. beep, beep, but I have beep, to say, it was beep, it was terrifying for me because we've done that drive why? through Northern Ontario before. Oh. I had a friend who um, got married in Kenora. And so we've done that drive in the dark. So... I just remembered how terrifying it was like every minute thinking like a moose was going to suddenly appear and you know, you can't see anything. There's no lights, right? Like you literally see only where your headlights are. That's, that's fine because you just throw on your high beams. What was horrible was when the we trucks. hit, when we hit fog. <laughs> oh, the fog. Cause then yeah. I wasn't seeing like more than three feet in front of my car and I'm like, Oh, but the just, scary part ahead. was not that it was that Mark said to me, I want you to go to sleep. Because if there comes a time where I actually do feel tired and I do need to take a break, I want you to be able because to drive. I'll tell you so why. he goes, I, want, no, I, I know why. Because but this it doesn't make to it us any, already. But it doesn't make it any less scary where you're telling me to go to sleep and I'm pretty certain I'm going to wake up to you hitting a moose. No. Who See, can sleep during that? But this, this already <laughs> happened to us when we were coming back from Kenora. Because I drove the most of the way back from Kenora. And then we hit In like... In Sault Marie, you told me to drive, I'm pretty sure. Whichever way it is. Like, I just drove a hell of a lot of time and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go close my eyes now. So now I'm, after driving for a very long time, this is our first trip... I'm like dead sleep. Like you, this is like one of those sleeps where you can't wake up from. And then Amanda wakes me up and she's like, I can't drive anymore. I'm tired. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I, I'm in one of these deep sleeps now where I get up and I'm groggy. Like I have no idea where I am. It would have been she's very like, dangerous for me to continue. My eyes were closing. Right. Behind so the that's <laughs> why, that's why this trip I was like, I intend on just driving cause I don't mind driving to me. Driving is, a, is, a, is, is, is no Sometimes effort. Driving better than being in the passenger seat. Yes, it is. Cause you're doing something. Exactly. You're in the passenger seat. It's really hard to not lose your mind. And I can drive like crazy obviously and it yeah. doesn't bother me so i <laughs> just from last time i'm like please if if i need to sleep at some point if if i get tired we both can't be tired like this doesn't work but anyway Troy. so anyway i tried so, to sleep he's a robot he drove the whole way yeah that was the point and of that. that's the moral of the story he's a robot i don't even know how we got onto the fact that you're a robot oh right because all of your days have now melded together and here we are. It's Monday now. The last podcast we recorded was actually Thursday, but somehow Mark thinks it was yesterday. But we did teach all day Saturday, all day Sunday. And Friday we drove, oh, another drive. We drove to Windsor, Ontario, which is about a great, three and though. a half hour drive to film some really cool uh, Eshiatsu so, demos and then drove all oh, the way yeah, back in the that. same day. If you don't know, Amanda and myself... We started a whole new platform for massage therapists and body workers. It's called Massage Therapy Media. 
And Dylan's awesome. Dylan's one of our content creators. Dylan's written articles for our magazine. Dylan's contributed blogs. Dylan's contributed videos. videos. Dylan's contributed um, downloads that are going to be in our student section, study guides, and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's fucking fabulous. You're all over the platform, actually. Your face appears in so many places. <laughs> I try. Part of what we what we do on this platform is we want to capture all the cool things that like maybe a lot of massage, especially Ontario, by the way. Our big thing with 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 a lot of the stuff we're doing is we want there to be a lot of exposure because massage therapists in Ontario know massage therapy, regulated massage therapy, healthcare. If you talk to them about using your feet, they might go, what the fuck? We can't do that. I've never seen that before. Or Thai massage puts them on the floor or whatever the case is. So a big part of this was like to have exposure to a whole bunch of different things that you might not see. And one of these things was a shiatsu. We could, someone that teaches barefoot massage. So we're like, hey, you've got, you, you teach this stuff. We've got this massage media thing, and your content, I think, would be fabulous. I think a lot of people would would get something out of seeing it, even if all you get out of it is, oh, that's what it is, and that's what it's all about. Even if that's all you get from it, fabulous. Mm-hmm. So we, we got in the car, three and a half hour drive to Windsor, filmed some stuff for a couple hours, and, and drove back. It was, it was a good day. Yeah. Anyway. So we're tired. But anyway, let's actually get to the point of why we're here tonight. Dylan's like, oh, I'm just patiently waiting as you two ramble about all of the things that you do that make you tired. So She's in there with us. I know. She is in there with us because she, she does, does a million she does things. She more things than we do. It's true. Well, that's why she's here tonight. So hey, everyone, it's Amanda, and we are recording tonight with Dylan Craig. She has been on an episode before, but it was way back in 2020 when she had only been practicing as an RMT for a very short period of time, but was already um, the member spotlight with the RMT. MTAO and we thought that's pretty cool that you know you've already got your foot in the door like that and you've only been a therapist for such a short period of time she does have a dual registration so if you listen to that episode you might already know she's also a kinesiologist and since we've talked to her she's done a billion and one things as mark already mentioned she's um, made some study guides she's created training cards which she'll talk about she's a board member with the rmtao she creates hella amounts of content for us so i don't know how she articles functions (laughs) does webinars like the whole fucking so many things so let me pass the mic over to Dylan and introduce herself. Has some great stuff on YouTube. That's that true. is completely not massage therapy related, which is fucking fabulous. Mark really misses your your YouTube shows because I know we did used to actually watch those. We would sit here and we would eat with you. <laughs> so many people ask me, they're like, "Are you bringing eating lunch back?" I'm like, "No, God. like maybe we'll have one episode that comes out in the near future, but <laughs> it can't be every <laughs> <So> Tuesday. <laughs> it can't be every no. Tuesday. Anyway." <laughs> five days editing it yeah anyways so why don't you reintroduce yourself for anyone who doesn't know who you are although i feel like they would have to be living under a rock um a little bit about what you've been up to the last couple of years all right well i'm dylan i'm an rmt and arkin in ottawa i'm on the board of directors for the rmtao which i'm super happy about i Last winter, I started making muscle trading cards, and I've been selling those since August, and they've been doing really well. So then I was like, how how else can I help these people out that need some extra study tools? So I started making study guides, working a lot, making a lot of articles, and helping. I'm doing a wellness workshop with one of the streams of the the CBSA. Very cool. And I'm now the head massage therapist at my clinic, so I get to manage everyone. How do you like that? I like it. Yeah? Yeah, I do. 
surprisingly. Do you treat less because of the, the, the increase in the role? Um, not right. No, no. Maybe in the future I will, but not right now, no. Right, right, right. All right, I got to ask some questions then straight off the bat. First thing is the trading cards. Is this something that you were doing initially just for the hell of it? Like, it's COVID, I'm bored. Or was the intent to be like, hey, I, I want to set, I want to give a resource to students and, and therapists that just want to bring back their knowledge if it slipped away? Or was the intent like, I'm going to make this part of my mini empire and this is going to make me a shit ton of money? I'm curious. I'm curious where it comes from because, you know, from, from someone else that does a lot of stuff, I, I kind of want to know where's the vibe come from. I think it's kind of an interesting story. Um, basically, one, I, the gyms were closed. So I'm like, I have nothing to do at the end of the day and I don't want to just like scroll on TikTok for five hours. So mm. what can I do? Oh, I can draw muscles because like that's cool. And then the other thing <laughs> that was happening around yeah. the gyms are closed. What could I do? I could draw muscles because that's cool. Yeah. Well, that sounds like someone that <laughs> that loves the gym and they can't go to the gym. So naturally the next yeah. best thing is I'm gonna do something with muscles, like draw them. Please remind me that I'm pulling I'm pulling that quote from this episode. Well the gyms are closed. What am I gonna do? Draw muscles because that's cool. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. That's how I felt. But also at the same time, NFTs were becoming a big thing but like also like Pokemon trading cards right. for a bit. So I was like, hmm, what if I combine my drawings of muscles that I'm just like drawing and put them into trading cards? And then I was like, could I make this an NFT? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that because I just I don't understand that concept. Right. But I can make real cards out of that in the form of trading cards that look a lot nicer and simpler than what the... Uh, anatomy cards are were out at the time i dig it so you were actually like you actually did the drawings yeah oh did all the drawings like i watched them um or i did some some courses online that like taught you how to sketch on your ipad and then i just kind of went from there very cool have you always been like a fairly creative and or artistic person or is this a new thing i've been i'm always like pretty crafty like I, w I did drama and music all throughout school and then like I never did art but I like using my hands hence massage therapy um so I was just like you know what I want to get into drawing on my iPad because this just seems like a new thing I could get into I'm always fascinated by people Mark's like this as well like I'm always fascinated nope. by people not like you can draw I know you can't draw you draw <laughs> boxes and say they're bones they are not bones um but I mean I'm always fascinated by the creative people that like you have this idea and you start working on it like I feel like sometimes I'll have an idea like oh this would be kind of cool but I don't know if it's like that I have some sort of attention deficit or like my creativity fizzles I feel like I'll start something and I'm like I'm bored of this like when Mark starts something like super creative you know like developing some kind of like new course or even like this new platform like obviously I've been working with him on it the entire time but I feel like if I didn't have him who was like so motivated every single day to just like make it better make it better do more add more I don't know man I'm fascinated by you guys it's this creative mind that I, I don't think I 
have. How obsessive do you get about it? I get obsessive. And then I'm like, am I just like hiding other things in my head? <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer, really. We we, we, we get obsessive about yeah. it. It's like we yeah. have an idea. We fall in love with the idea. Yeah. We think it's the coolest thing ever. Whether anyone yeah. else is going to jump on board, we don't care. But we also secretly know everyone's going to love this fucking thing, right? <laughs> exactly. but, that's, but that's not why we're doing it. But knowing that in the back of your head charges you up even more yep. and especially when it's like no one's doing this it's like i'm one of the few people that are making this fucking thing happen and then mm-hmm. that charges you up more yeah. and then you jump on yeah. facebook and you see a bunch of people just yammer and talk about the way things are and the way things should be and they all they do is complain about shit and never do anything mm-hmm. and then that feeds into the fucking obsessiveness where you're like no one does what i'm doing i'm actually making mm-hmm. this thing happen it's going to be fucking legendary legendary and then that feeds into the obsession and everyone just complains that about shit and no one I does understand. anything and then it just feeds into the obsession that part i understand yeah. I, th- I don't know if i was talking about that because once we started doing this like there was no part well you know this the number of times that like like, you know, we would have roadblocks or whatever and you would get really flustered. And I was like, no, man, the vision's there. Like, you know, I was still just as motivated. I'm talking about the ability, like your ability to sit and edit a video to perf- like I watched you chop up this video today 7,000 different ways what do you do you like this lighting better do you like this lighting do you like this music do you like this I like I feel like that part is the part that fascinates me so when Dylan's That's talking about yeah but it's yeah that that is really cool to me not the the drive and the motivation like that I can have but I just mean like Maybe it's but the it perfectionism. All stems, it all stems from from our from our psychological problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a good thing, but <laughs> hey, you guys get shit done. That's what matters. So when yeah, did the trading cards during that time? But well, nothing else had to be done if you started this during COVID. When did you actually start selling them? September. I had it, so it was launched like end of August, beginning of September, right before school. Oh, that's nice. so smart. Brilliant. It makes sense. And I think I remember you telling me, I don't know if this yeah. is this is like 100% accurate, but I feel like I remember you saying a lot of your sales came from TikTok. Is that true? Um, I, a few of them have come from TikTok. I'd say like like 25% have come from TikTok. The rest have been Instagram. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, that yeah. is really cool. So people are starting to take notice and then the study guides how long did they take to do because i mean i I got to actually see two of them that you so generously donated to our student platform and they're freaking awesome they took so the first one was the pathology one that one took about i want to say three weeks of like good like three hours two three hour work a day um and then the other one was a little bit easier that one took maybe only two weeks um but again it was just like I really enjoyed like trying to make it look pretty and simple Mm -hmm. because a lot of the times like it's all in the lecture notes but it's the act of trying to take the information that matters and putting it so it's clear and simple that your brain understands so I really like I put it in a way that my brain understands so like not everyone might enjoy it but I'm sure there's people that think like me so that's important in in, in like pathology like we, when I was in school and when I was at CCMH in Toronto there was a chiropractor his name is Vince I think you Tammy Tammy that the, the went to school with you she used to work with Vince Vince, okay. Pasta, Vince yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway really really nice guy he was like one of the head science teachers, he taught pathology and he created these kind of 
the study guide workbooks, very similar to what you did. And that was, he's like, don't even bother with the fucking textbook. Like, I'm going to stand here and lecture all day long, Mm -hmm. but this is the important shit right here. And they were fucking fabulous. I mean, they weren't like yours, because yours are great. Yours are illustrated and and all the rest of it. You know, Vince is an old dude. It just just didn't, it doesn't have the same, the cool vibe to it. And that was forever ago. But anyway, which way, like that's, that's important shit for something like It is like so, helpful. so helpful. Even in the university, like my first year um, physiology class at university, I don't think I ever actually looked at my physiology textbook. Yeah. It was just the study guide, you know, the one that had like the, mm-hmm. what's it called? Like the binding, that like yep, plastic yep. binding. Mm-hmm. That was how I studied because that pulled out the important information. Mm-hmm. There were diagrams that I could label and color. And like, I think that's part of why I was so attracted to your guides as well. Because I'm like, ooh, they look fun they like reminded me of like coloring the muscles in myself that was fun for me so when you're when when you're in the process of making these guides making these mm-hmm. making all of this stuff so this one took three weeks this one took two weeks mm-hmm. do you not want to do anything else in that time or are you like i'm, I'm happy this is like there's a three hour break away from something else and if i do this for longer than these three hours then this is not going to feel good to me either or because I'm not like that at all like once I have something in my mind I'm like I gotta drop every it's so dumb I don't know why I do this it's really it's not healthy yeah it's not healthy I pretty yeah I pretty much do it until my brain can't like handle it anymore I'm like okay that's enough for today I also have to make like a checklist of everything I need to get done and then like that's the biggest like task usually so I save that for the end as my reward I guess (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I'm watching TV while like doing this. So it's it's right. little like, it's fun. That's the thing. When a project is something that one, you're really passionate about, but two, it's something that you understand well and you're good at, then it doesn't seem as daunting. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, again, when, with what we've been doing and watching you, Mark, there were some things that you know, maybe you didn't know how to do right away, but like watching him like spend 12 hours figuring out something. I'm like, how, how does your brain have the capacity for 12 hours of learning something new? And then you're going to just go right into doing it. Like once he would figure something out, I was like, okay, cool. Like, can we go to bed now? He's like, well, now I got to try it. I'm like, it's it's not healthy. (laughs) No, I like, I tell my Mark to like, stop me sometimes. I'm like, don't let me like, come home from work and work on anything because I need to relax. Like, I need to be told. I am told. I, I just... Oh, he's told. I just, <laughs> you don't listen. He does oh, not I, listen. No. Again, it's not healthy. It's not I got healthy. it. I have a very loud voice, but Mark has learned very well how to tune it out. <laughs> Do you think... With all this stuff, and I want to get into the, the board member stuff mm-hmm. as well. Do you think you're ever going to get to a point where you're like, okay, that's enough now. Like I'm, I'm good. I, I think I've done enough here, and not, not, not like to do for the industry that kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like self satisfaction. You're gonna get to a point of you're like, okay, you know what? I, I think, I think I'm good here. Do you think? Do you mm-hmm. think you can get to that point? Are you, are you one of those people that there's always gonna be something? Well, okay, I want to say I will get to that point, but to be honest, I thought I had gotten to that point when I finished the trading cards, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I can make a study guide for that, and then I thought I was done. And then I was like, oh, I can make like how to do the different treatment plans for the impairments. And now I have a bone study guide coming out. And then (laughs) I have like plans for like a skin study guide and a muscle uh, study guide. So I'm probably going to keep coming up with ideas for a while. Well, not to mention, she also doesn't turn down things like 
as soon as we contacted <laughs> yeah. you and said like, hey, you know, we love all the stuff you're doing. Do you want to contribute to this new platform in any way? You're like, yeah, cool. And I remember the first videos. This is the best story. Dylan sent over some videos <laughs> and I gave them to Mark. I know nothing about editing or whatever. And he was like, mm, the audio is a little airy. Ask her what kind of mic she's using. And so her and I went back and forth and back and she bought different mics and try- And I was like, I would have just been like, okay, guys, I'm busy enough. And she <laughs> sent me like four different copies of the same video until it was perfect. Like perfectionist 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 it only took me four tries before i realized i didn't have to send the whole video i could just test the, <laughs> in the video, and i'm like i'm an idiot <laughs> you know what then i'm just as much an idiot because i didn't suggest that at all like it's I didn't, true i didn't even think of that we were like just reset it with a different mic i was <laughs> <laughs> like why okay fine I got really good at that one video. <laughs> it's true. That one should be the best one. Actually, they're all yeah. really good. Um, let's talk about being on the board of directors. Or do, do you still have more questions? I Mark do. I do. I do have more <laughs> more questions about it because I want to know what I want to know what goes on in someone else's brain that does a lot of things. I, I really am dying to know. I want to know does does the acceptance from the audience matter to you? I'd say, yeah. Yeah. So if you had, I don't, I, and I assume you don't get negative feedback on the stuff you do because the stuff you do is good. If you had negative feedback, would that punch you in the face a little bit? Like, you ungrateful motherfucker, like I'm doing all this shit. <laughs> or, or, you know, does it make you just like, I'll show you, I'm going to do this better. Or like, how does, how does that, how would that feel? I know you you don't even get it. Yeah. Yeah, so I would. I am much better at taking feedback now. I did my master's, so there's a lot of feedback I had to get on my thesis. And you really had to learn how to take feedback from that. So it's like the one thing I took away from that degree. Um, so if I do, or if one day I do get negative feedback, I'm going to take it and make my stuff better learning process I, I, like, I like the stuff you're doing and I, I, I don't know I'm just I, I'm motivated by seeing someone else do do a lot of things it's really cool to me it's really I'm cool wondering how you guys do it too um, you have like 50 things on the go it's not healthy that's <laughs> I keep saying that it's not it's not healthy but we're we do a lot of okay, okay I'll take a stab at it and then I'm curious as to what you're gonna say okay. okay we do a lot of things but starting something is the biggest piece. And then once that rolls, it becomes its own beast, which is good. Mm-hmm. But to get something to the point of which it can roll and be its own beast takes a lot of work. And if you don't want to spend years doing that a lot of work, you got to put in crazy number hours so that a lot of work is not years, it's months. But if you can get to that point of, I finished this thing in months versus years, then it can stick back quicker. But I had to really fucking kill myself to get there. So when we're looking at the things that we've done or the things that we're doing, the continuing education company, that we, it went through this phase already where it was just months and months and months of 15, 16-hour days, nonstop, no weekends, weekends or what, that type of thing, right? Even to the point of sacrificing financial gain. Like, I'm quitting my job for the next three months to do this thing. And then it finally got to the point of it becomes its own beast, which is great. The podcast, the same idea. We killed ourselves like crazy, blah, 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 and it became its own beast. And right now, we would have been sitting fucking pretty. 
And then, like you with your sickness, we did the same thing. We started a whole fucking new thing. So then it became now this seven, eight months of just heavy, long days. So you don't have to do it in years so it can come quicker. But this one's the end. Yeah? He's looking at me. (laughs) I'm not looking back because I don't want to say things. I don't know if I believe it'll ever be the end. I keep saying to myself that. But then like you, you're like, oh, well, I can do this. I can do that. You always got a new idea. Yeah. And so I agree with everything he said. When we, when we decided to go full force with Con Ed, the beginning phases were a lot. And it, I mean, at the time that we decided to go full force, I had a baby. So, you know, a lot of it definitely fell on Mark. I helped as much as I could, but I was taking care of a toddler and a baby. So that felt like a lot. That was really stressful. And then we kind of got to a really, really nice, cozy place right yeah. around 2018. And then the CMTO kicked us right in the face um, in mid-2018. And so we had boots. to, yeah, with steel toe fucking boots with like Cold daggers ass. on them. It was just mean. But, but we decided because we're just not the type of people to like, you know, curl up into a shell. It was like, okay, what do we do here? So we pivoted and we started the podcast. We started, you know, different avenues of marketing and tried to go about looking at continuing education in a whole new way and, you know, tried to get therapists on board with us. And they did. The ones who really like believed in what they were doing, they stayed loyal. We've had a ton of students who have taken like, we've got a couple of students who've literally taken every course in our calendar and they're like, hello guys, you need to put something new out because I've taken all of them. And that's pretty awesome. So we had just gotten to a point probably by last year where between all of the stuff that we had pivoted to make virtual and like Mark said with the podcast, everything was kind of running so smoothly and it had gotten, it had gotten easier. I wouldn't say easy, but easier. And then he had this idea in November of 2021. And I said, that's a really fucking good idea. Like nobody's doing that. And he said, let's do it. And I'm a dummy. And I said, let's, let's do it. And, you know, every once in a while we look at each other and we're like, if we didn't take this on, we would be vacationing all the time because Con Ed really, really runs itself. And we've brought on some like awesome new instructors so we don't have to teach all the courses and the podcast, you know, we record a couple times a week. Like we were at a point where work would have gotten easy, but then this came up and how we did it. Um, exactly what Mark said. It was a lot of really, really, really long days and we would just have to continuously remind ourselves we've done this before and in the grand scheme of everything, you know, six, seven months killing ourselves, then we can kick our feet up for a little bit. It's not so bad. So I'm seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know if he is. Are you seeing it? Yeah. I'm no. seeing it. Well, of course. That, that was always part of it to see the light. Yeah. But we did have fun. I know I'm making it sound like so gloomy. Most of what we did was really freaking fun. Like we met so many cool people. We traveled to all of these different clinics. We got to see inside like other therapist worlds and understand. Like it, it was really fun. It was like, it, it was like starting the podcast all over again. It was really fun. So I don't regret it, but man, I'm tired. <laughs> Does it ever trip you out? Because you sell this stuff, so you get paid for doing this this stuff. Does it ever trip you out that people are paying for the shit that you're just making up? <laughs> yeah. 
It's like you just you just decided <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sit with my iPad and 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 draw some stuff that I think is kind of cool and I think someone else might learn from it. And you do yeah. this and you end up doing this whole thing and then people are paying you for this shit. Doesn't that that trips mm-hmm. me the fuck out? I'm like I just make this is what I do for work. I just show up, make up mm-hmm. some shit and then and then and then people <laughs> can we put it an, can so we put an asterisk that like you guys aren't making stuff up like yeah, dylan's actually dylan's actually teaching physiology no, 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 no. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what i mean but i mean like the the what she she's creating something she's making mm-hmm. something yes, from zip I she's, know. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but i yeah that sounded really bad <laughs> yeah but yeah it's crazy and like people messaging me on instagram afterwards or before and they're like i can't wait to get your cards they're like your cards are exactly what i needed it's like oh Reach out to me anytime if you need help. That's so cool. So now I want to talk about this RMTAO thing because as yes, we yes, just, yes. you know, as we just went through our entire story from, you know, starting Con Ed and the podcast and massage therapy media and all the shit we do, like you are sort of, the, you know, well, not sort of, you're sort of, you're managing a team of therapists and you're mm-hmm. doing your trading cards and you're doing the study guides. And as you said, you're, you're doing workshops or seminars. You're like, you're doing so many things. And now you're like, well, and on top of all that, I'm going to be on the board of directors. Like what motivated you to do that? Um, I was already a member at large for the RMTAO. And so I, ran for the board of directors obviously with the first three months that I was an RMT um (laughs) thinking that was a good idea didn't get it that's fine so then when it came around again I was like you know what like more people know me now they know Mm -hmm. who I am they know what I do so I'll run because why not and I got it and I always liked I like the like politics and the government side of massage therapy so I just feel like that was a good balance to kind of see more of what the RMTAO is doing for us RMTs. And right now, there's a bunch of therapists who want me to ask, what is the RMTAO doing for us therapists? Before you, before you, before you get into that, I want to know, is this, is this something that you really wanted? Or was it like, uh, let's see what happens. And then you find out you get it, you're like, okay, cool. Or is it like, ooh, I really want this. And when you find out you get it, like, yeah! Motherfucker. Like, listen, before she even this? answers, which just this? based on how she has described it to us, like what motivated her to do it and how she ran in her first three months, I'm going to say option B. This wasn't just for the hell of it. I feel like she really wanted this. So when you found out you got this thing, were you like, like, like jumping for joy kind of thing? I was like, oh, cool. Honestly, it's probably more of option A. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I totally like, thought. Let's try. Let's see. see I, <laughs> I'm like, again, this you, is really cool. I'm glad. You fascinate me. You fascinate <laughs> me. <laughs> really cool. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that happened. <laughs> yeah. Let's draw muscles. It's cool. Sure. I'll be on the yeah. RMTAO board of directors. That seems all right. <laughs> Why not? I like paperwork. Oh my God, it's my worst nightmare. <laughs> anyway, um, so, what have you learned yeah. being can, a board member? Can we do this though? Can we do, what did you think it was going to be like? And then Amanda's, what, what, what is, is it, it actually like? like? And then therefore, obviously, what? Oh, like? Instagram versus reality. Let's go. Okay. So I thought, it, I honestly had no idea what to expect. Um. <laughs> Well, like the call for nominations is very vague. So I was like, I don't know, but I want to work with these people who, honestly, I I had no idea what to expect. I helped write the kin exam once and that was just like a bunch of kins around a a round table talking about like what kind of questions 
we should have in the exam. And I kind of just pictured a bunch of RMPs around a round table talking. Right. That's exactly what I picture. Is it not like that? <laughs> it's on Zoom. So, but it's like we go over the policies and what we're like the things we've been advocating for and just like how to increase the research. We're talking to insurance companies and other healthcare practitioner colleges and we're doing a lot more than I thought the RMTAO was doing. I'm so glad to hear that because every time something unfavorable happens in the profession, I mean, it's not everybody, but you do see some people saying, well, where's the RMTAO? Where's the RMTAO? And I think maybe people don't realize, and I, you know, I, yeah. I know we had, you know, we had Michael Faraday on and mm-hmm. there is a lot going on behind the scenes that people don't know. Do you think, and I, I think we may have asked him the same question, do you think that the RMTAO needs to be louder about what's going on? Or do you think that, you know, it is fairly transparent and people just aren't actually taking time to learn what their association is doing? It's very transparent. Like, there's an advocacy update in the Friday file every Friday. So you can just read it in your email. Mark actually does read the Friday file because sometimes I'm trying to sleep and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, I didn't get a chance (laughs) to read the Friday file. I'm like, oh, this is not important right now. But look, he does it. He reads it. Always important. And I I like, I read it too. It's always, it comes after my second patient on a Friday. I'm like, oh, let's see what's going on. Look at us. Yeah. So it's it's pretty transparent. And then the, the general meeting, which was the first general meeting that I had been to, like they covered everything from like the financials of the the association to again like us talking to MPs and whatnot about HST, like pretty transparent. And so with the most recent uproar with um the raisin fees with the college, you know, I got to see the letter from the RMTAO. Mm-hmm. How much discussion uh was there surrounding that or did uh did our ED just decide, like, I'm just going to write a letter? I can't really remember. So that unfortunately happened right before the long weekend. So I was pretty much logged off at that point. And then <laughs> the, the, like, huge storm hit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't really care about the fees right now. What I did think was interesting, though, was how much lower the other fees were in other provinces. Also, we have another, like, we haven't had a meeting since. Oh, okay. What was your feeling? I mean, I know it was right before the long weekend, then there was a storm and like, you know, that was the last thing on your mind. But once you actually got time to process it, and I'm sure you saw people getting really freaking angry about it. Did you have thoughts? Did you have feelings? Did it even really like come onto your radar? Are we just like, oh, okay, there's a fee increase. Moving on. No, I was, I was pretty angry. Like, to be honest, I haven't, I don't understand, like, there's a bylaw with the CMTAO where they're trying to change it so that um, they don't need the RMTs or whatever to like say yes or no to them increasing fees. But I think, I don't know how much they're raising it by 15% or something. And it just, it doesn't make sense to me because inflation's gone up like what, 7%. And then yeah. like, why does it need to go up by 15%? I'm not happy by it. I just don't understand. Like, BC is paying like $600 for their fees. And they're the most expensive province to live in, I think. Yeah, it's a big difference. Well, like Mark said, he said, I never really thought about it until like the uproar happened. He goes, I never really like thought about the fact that you're going to be paying what feels like almost $1,000 like 
just mm-hmm. at one time. Like nothing is split up. It's just like one time yes. payment. Like give me a thousand dollars. Did you do the post on Instagram about the different provinces and the associations and their fees? Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that on the podcast yeah. with yeah. The Heather Nicole. Yeah, we did a podcast about it. And like I said, I mean, I I wasn't saying this as in like I don't understand people's anger because of course I do, but I was just like, I didn't, I didn't really think like I didn't put too much thought to it i saw the email and i was like oh that sucks you know like nobody wants Mm -hmm. to pay more money i was like oh fuck okay another Mm -hmm. hundred bucks whatever and it was just sort of like moving on but then when i saw like the level of anger and then i actually thought about all the layers of the anger like you said Mm -hmm. like the the percentage doesn't make sense to some people the reasons really pissed a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that, you know, it just feels like the fees keep going up and up and up and up. And you're like, well, what, like, what is this for? So, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think a lot of people's anger was more on principle, not about the amount of money because sure, we'll all figure out how to pay the money, yeah, but we have to pay it. Yeah. We don't have a choice. And that's another thing that pisses people off. We don't have a choice. We're talking about this really freely. And I'm really curious as an RMTAO member, are you permitted to just do whatever you want, say whatever you want, be however you want to be on social platforms, blah, 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 blah? Or do they kind of say, hey, listen, no, you're a fucking board member. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there, are there any of these you can't do? So I'm curious. Uh, not that I'm aware of, but I definitely like watch just to be like, I watch what I say. I don't think Dylan would have to worry. I'm like, trying to censor myself a little bit well i'm curious if it's it's like they tell you it's like listen we can't really tell you to do this but we're gonna advise like mm-hmm. don't go crazy on facebook and talking about this type of topic or this type of topic oh, don't certain. add to the conversation about this don't go posting this don't i'm i'm, I'm curious i'm certain there's a little bit of that that's sort of just understood too like we've had a couple of people on who are either ex-board members or whatever and well, i'm not even talking about like things that they that happens that happens to pertain to RMTAO business that right. is confidential. I'm talking about, do they have a problem with her selling, selling trading cards? Do oh, they have a no. problem with that? Like things like that. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, would they have a problem that you're on a podcast or you're on, you're on this podcast? I th- oh, maybe this one. <laughs> no, but Shit. Michael Faraday came on anyway. So it's yeah, I was going to say Michael was on. So, so yeah, okay. we're okay. Um, but no, I mean, I think that, you know, my opinion on that, and I, I, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about what the RMTAO would think, but I feel like Dylan's visibility and her accessibility to the public is actually of a benefit to them because, you know, the RMTAO wants to have a little more trust from the members mm-hmm. and from non-members, right? There's such a high percentage of RMTs that are not members of the association and so having somebody that is a board member who is so accessible and in the public and like you know just a down-to-earth normal rmt i feel like it it makes a good impression no oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah and her her trading cards and the study guides and everything that makes them look good you're making the you're making the association look good <laughs> right how do you get to doing webinars then how do you get to do like is that something they ask you to do is that something you offer like do they do they do a call for like presenters and stuff they've reached out to me they reach out when they're like hey you're really good at this can you do a webinar on this i'm like yeah sure so i have another one coming up in september with rmtao that's cool Mm -hmm. yeah have you have you thought about taking any of the education that you've been doing and uh you know, doing it differently than webinars with the association. Have you ever thought about just putting them on yourself and doing continued education? You know, 
maybe down the road that's going to be after my study guides are done i have thought about it of course right 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 of course of course i thought about it Interesting. I was like, I was wondering if uh, this was somewhat self-serving for Mark. I'm like, are you trying to like see to her? Like, come do webinars with us. Teach with us. Work with us. We like to steal all the good talent. What's your dream job? My dream job? Yeah, your dream job. She's living it, bro. No, I'm kidding. I feel like I'm honestly, (laughs) I feel like I'm doing like, I'm just, I'm thriving right now in what I'm doing. Um, Just a little bit of everything. Now, like, if I could just like own a clinic as well, just to get to the business side, yeah, I think I'd be set. Oh, I love to hear that she's living it. What's your dream job? Mm-hmm. What's my dream job? Yeah, I wish I could say like Dylan. I feel like I'm living. It. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I feel like we do so many things, and like my <laughs> life and my work are so intertwined that, to be honest with you, I it sounds nuts. I don't feel like I have a job. Like I don't, it's not like I have regular work hours and I get up on a Monday and I go to work and like, you know, I'm back and forth from Conant Institute and, you know, now we do filming there. Then we're on site doing filming. Then I'm home with the kids. Then I'm going to gymnastics with them. Then, you know, we're going up north to our place up north and we're back in the office and then we're on Zoom calls. Like I'm doing so many different things, but like nothing is consistent. No two days are the same. So is this my dream job? I mean, I'm having fun. But I don't feel like I have a job. Walmart greeter. I know that's what your dream job is. <laughs> that's my dream job. Honestly, there was a point today where I was so flustered with everything. There was like this one moment, and I could tell you when it was. I was putting the kids' clothes in the washing machine. Let me tell you, Dylan, these two kids fill up that laundry basket in four days. How the fuck do they go through that many that many sets of clothes they're in two four girls and days? They, and they and they think they're Beyonce. They're like doing yeah. <laughs> they do costume, costume changes. changes all day long. But anyway, <laughs> so the little one tells me um, this evening as she's getting dressed for bed, she said, "Mom, this is my last p- clean pair of underwear." I'm like, "How? Tell me how." Like that basket was empty, it, and they have so many pairs of underwear. So I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" So as I'm like putting the clothes in the washing machine, I'm already so tired, and I know you know we're gonna have to log on and talk to you very soon. And I'm just furious. And in my head, I'm like swearing and angry. I'm like, why? Like the work never stops. I just wanted to sit down for 10 minutes. And then I was like, I finally understand Mark. Those moments where he's like, let's just give it all up and like go work at Walmart. Walmart and I'm like, freedom. I finally get it. Like in this moment, it would be nice to know that like laundry doesn't have to piss me off at the end of the day because I haven't worked like a crazy person for like 12 hours before having to do this laundry. Walmart greeter. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we have a friend. He's Does not, Walmart even have greeters anymore? I don't know, but you, you're getting the idea of the type of job. We have a friend. I love his job. I think it's fucking fabulous. He works at Costco. He loves his job. He loves his job, and he's I love so, his job. He's so happy. He he gets. He's got an early shift. He probably has to be at work. He at starts like, work at like six o'clock in the morning. Six o'clock in the morning. He's he's done at like three or four o'clock in the afternoon. He's home by three or four o'clock it's, in the afternoon. It's the same predictable day. It's stress free. The type of job that he has. I mean, he's management now, so it's yes, not a hundred percent stress free. <laughs> oh, it's 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 it's. It's not like I I need to fucking go hunt a deer so I, I can eat tonight. Like it's yeah. not, it's pretty stress free. If he doesn't do his job well, nothing's gonna happen to him. Okay, so he's got that security <laughs> there, and it's completely stress free. And I'm like, that 
is fucking fabulous. Yeah. That's my dream job. You know that what, though? If, if you are going to continue to say that's the type of job you want, please at least switch to Costco because one of the reasons that this guy loves his job is Costco treats their employees so well. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, so well. Whatever I haven't I haven't heard good things about Walmart I as just want, <laughs> I want. I want a job like that at some point. I want to just kind of fucking say... I don't want to do anything creative. I don't want to do this. I don't want. I don't even want to think. I just want to show up and do the same mindless shit over and over and over and over and over and over and be home and watch the TV and you know be what? home. You know and what? Go to the gym if I wanted to and be home <laughs> if and, I wanted to. Right? Asterix. Um, you know what we realized actually the other day is Mark's perfect job, a truck driver. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. You like to drive. That should have been your job. Actually, I realized that my uh, one of my dream jobs as a child was to be a cashier. So I could still aim for that. I've done cashier. I dream bigger. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You never know. You know what I wanted to do when I was younger and I never got to. I think I've talked about this before. I really always wanted to work in like. Um, a restaurant being a server or a bartender or something and I never got to do that like I wanted like I like talking to people I was like oh it'd be kind of fun to like go over take the orders talk to the people that work pace pace is too quick I don't want to do that so I thought that I would be really good at it and so one summer I applied to a whole bunch of bars and restaurants and nobody would hire me and they kept saying well it's because you have no experience I'm like well tell me how do you get experience if nobody will give you any and I was just crushed I was like you guys have no idea how good I would be at this you don't want that job (laughs) Well, I never got it. I was rejected. I've never never done them. I imagine them being so fucking tiring. For sure. Because you're just on the go. Your whole time you're there, you're just boom, 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 boom. You don't stop moving. You don't stop thinking. So at the end of it, you're probably like, fuck, I'm just tired. So Dylan's living her dream. I love that. And when did you become the lead therapist at your clinic? I'll say about a month ago. Oh, okay, so this is relatively yeah. new, and I know from talking to you over the phone on the weekend, um, you're looking to hire new people, right? Mm-hmm. So what's going on? Why is there such a shortage of RMTs in Ottawa? You're the second person telling me I can't find anyone here. I don't know. It's so annoying. I was so like, I'm like, my first set of interviews, I interviewed all these people, and then they all had jobs elsewhere, and it's just like, what? Why? It, I know part of it's like. There's probably too many clinics in Ottawa and then just not enough therapists. There's not enough therapists in Ottawa either. And there's not enough students in the schools here. And a lot of them actually have been moving outside of Ottawa to the small towns, which makes sense, I guess. But it's just brutal. And now I'm just trying to like find people on Instagram and <laughs> trying to kind of poach them. Oh, are you like stalking people on Instagram, like looking for RMTs in Ottawa? Just like, hey, need a job? I've started. Yeah, I have a list. So somebody, uh, I don't remember if I talked about this on the podcast, but somebody cold called me. Like if you Google like massage therapist Scarborough, not anymore because I've like taken my info down because I'm not really treating. But there was a time where if you Googled massage therapist Scarborough, my name would come up. And so I get this cold call from somebody looking to hire. But this was so funny. So I, anyone listening who's looking to hire RMTs, please don't do this. She calls me and <laughs> says, hey, you know, we're looking to bring on more therapists. Just wondering, you know, if you're working full time or part time right now, if you're maybe looking to add a new opportunity. And truthfully, I really wasn't, but I'm always interested to hear because why shut down an opportunity before you've heard about it, right? Like maybe it's something really cool. So I was like, okay, well, like, tell me a little bit about what you're looking for. Like how many days a week? She's like, I don't know. Like, like what kind of hours? Like, are we talking evenings, weekends? She's like, I don't know. 
And I said, okay, are we looking um, for like a percentage split? Is this a rent base? Is it a salary? Like, a, would I be an employee? She said, she said I, don't I don't know. I, I asked like four questions and each one was, I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, can you call me back when you do know? Like, <laughs> what? So if you're looking to recruit people, maybe understand what you're looking for. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I assume you know what you're looking for. Yeah, I know what I'm looking for. So, do you think RMTs then are are in a position to start demanding a a a larger split if that's what they work on in clinics? I think so, and I think that's why a lot of the, like the franchises and the bigger clinics are winning right now because mm-hmm. we're just we only have two two clinics under our name, so it's not like we are like spouting money to just give anything any amount of money to new grads like we have to be realistic because the clinic needs to make money as well but there's such a demand right now that they're going to the places that are offering the higher wages yeah it's weird though because like there's obviously more financial things that i'm spitting right now but the clinic not having an rmt there at all versus having an rmt and making less less money off of that like i'm going I'm going to pay my RMT really well then and just bring them in. I'd rather have that than nothing. I feel like and in I general, most places and, are getting to that point though. But I feel, I feel like here. in general and like maybe I, I'm a little out of touch cause I haven't worked for anybody for very long, but okay. I feel in general, RMTs are paid, paid pretty well, even in comparison to some other I get it. Regulated but, but healthcare all, professionals. So I don't all know. I'm saying is, if there's mm-hmm. a ton more clinics that are looking, then are then there are RMTs that want them. Then these RMTs can walk around being like, "No, I'm not working for seventy thirty. If if you really want, I can start tomorrow, but it's going to be an eighty twenty. And as a clinic owner who might have had that room free for fucking months, just because you can't find someone that'll work for your seventy thirty split, even though it's decent, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, fuck, I'd rather at least someone's in the room doing something and I make 20% than I make zero, right? Having your 40% of it is zero dollars is zero dollars. Yeah. Right? I think mm-hmm. RMTs have it in a spot where they can probably do something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, RMTs might have the upper hand. And it's funny because many years ago, I remember a chiropractor saying to me, RMTs are so entitled. And I got like so offended. I was like, pardon me? Like, what do you mean we're entitled? Like, what are you talking about? And it was, you know, like they don't understand like when you start out at a place, you have to build a practice and blah, blah, blah. They expect that the clinic will always fill their schedules and do everything for them and this and that and whatever. And like at the time, I just thought, you know, she was being a little bit bitter because she had to she had to bust her ass to build her practice, right? She opened her clinic from scratch and built it up and whatever. But nowadays, I don't know, maybe we're all a little entitled <laughs> because we're recognizing supply and demand here. I don't know if entitled is the right word. I don't know. We have the upper hand anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think now is a good time to, uh, like, I mean, literally to create a massive shift in RMT wages. If just a whole bunch of RMTs that would walk into the interview and say, you know what, I would take it for this percentage. That's it. Then I think clinic owners realize, oh man, we probably have to pay a little bit more in these moments. And mm-hmm. these moments are going to be the new moments. And then bang, you suddenly have this massive increase in RMT wages. Yeah. A lot of clinics are doing the uh, um, pay by the hour now too for RMTs. So it's mm. no longer a split. That's a good idea. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gives that consistency at least. Yeah, and I mean, if like Dylan said, if the franchises are the ones getting all the therapists, then obviously 
people are looking more for that stability and looking to be an employee and get an hourly wage versus being a subcontractor. It's a lot less headache, but it's funny because I feel, is that like a shift in mentality? Isn't that something people didn't want before and now that's what's happening? Are there just more clinics now? Like I don't understand what's going on. Are, are there tons of people that are leaving the profession or are there a lot more clinics that are coming up? Like I don't understand wh- wh- where this massive demand is coming from. I don't know. There's like, in, um, so there's a part of Ottawa called Westboro. There's like a massage clinic basically every three stores. <laughs> Everybody wanted to be self-employed. See what happened? Yeah. Everybody yeah. wanted to be self-employed. Now there's too many clinics. Well, and also Dylan made a good point about just not enough students, right? Like there was probably mm. a huge slowdown. COVID probably had a lot to do with that. And so they're just there's not as many new registrants. Actually, does anyone know the stats on that? Like if we looked at like how many new registrants there were in let's say like 2018 or 2019 oh, versus <laughs> now. <laughs> Heather would know, man. We need Heather. <laughs> Call her up. Yeah. But that's that's probably a big concern as well, right? There's just not enough new therapists. There's people leaving. And again, just three chuckleheads <laughs> making shit up. Just right three now. chuckleheads just, making shit just up. Just talking about shit. Y'all are just so eating please, it up. Please just just don't take anything that Amanda and I are saying <laughs> seriously at all. We're literally just talking shit right now. We don't know why any of these things. We just have we have weird thoughts about why these things might be the way. Isn't that the point though? We're not the evening news. We're a podcast. It's all yeah. it's all our opinion. And you don't want to know what my opinion is right now. My opinion is there are too many clinics. There are too many freaking clinics, but will they all survive? Thoughts to ponder. So what's next for you, Dylan? Dylan of all trades. What's next? What's next? Um, More study guides. Would you want to be a board member again? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Something you like that much, (laughs) eh? I dig it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Thank God there's people like her that enjoy it. Seriously. I was thinking about that. Like when we had um, a former RMTAO board member. Yeah, yeah, we had Jen on and she said something very similar to what you did where you said, you know, you like the politics and the governance side of things. That is a part of the profession that I I personally just don't have any interest in. Like I'm so happy there are people like you that do because I'm like, I I don't know. I don't want to sit at the meetings. (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to do that. I don't want to make decisions or listen. No, no, I don't. I just like to give my opinion and make shit up. You can't really do that there. You have to be serious in those Zoom meetings. Yeah. I clearly don't know how to do that. So nobody would elect me. That's fair. So yeah, sorry I interrupted. Yeah, I just want to give... I just no. It was I want to give her information out because we were we were talking about the trading cards. We were talking about the study guides. So for people who are like, hey, I didn't even know this existed. Like I said, somebody on Facebook today was asking about cards, and I'm like, um, hello, here's the ones. So tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at dylan.dynamic.rmt, and then the link to my Etsy shop on my Instagram. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Um, if you have any questions, if you're a student, I always answer questions from students because I want to help you guys. So I remember how tough it was learning stuff when I was in school because everyone teaches differently. So just, yeah, reach out to me, find me on Instagram and my SD shop link on there. Any of the students that have reached out to you close to graduating, I think that's your ticket. Like, hey, hey, good students that I helped, come, come work for my clinic. Well, hopefully you guys are able to find the therapists you need. But either way, I'm so happy to hear you're like, you know, after we talked to you a couple of years ago, you were doing great then, but you were brand new. Two years later, you're living the dream. This is your dream mm-hmm. job. You're doing so many 
things. And aside from finding Dylan's Etsy shop on Instagram, um, Massage Therapy Media did launch today. And if you have a premium membership, you have access to a whole bunch of her education anyway. So you might want to check that out. Mm-hmm. This was great. And thanks for doing this. This is really good. I always enjoy hearing what's going on. Yeah. And thanks for always putting up with us. We're crazy. <laughs> Okay, I like that you called me on a fr- on a Saturday night and I just wasn't doing anything and I could answer the phone. You know what? I didn't even think of that because I don't go out. <laughs> I don't do anything. So like I don't think twice when like if you when you answered the phone on Saturday night, I was like, well, why wouldn't you? I would answer the phone because I'd be home. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Oh, my God, I'm such a loser tonight. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Dylan. You guys have a listening to two massage therapists and a microphone. Bursh.